0: You don't need a study to tell you that aging and fatigue go hand in hand. Nevertheless, my friends at Nutritional Therapeutics, makers of NT Factor, point to 16 studies, all peer-reviewed and published in medical journals, showing that NT Factor can reduce fatigue, while at the same time, age-related changes in the cells are reversed. For 30 years, the makers of Factor have worked to improve our health spans by focusing on the mitochondria, the energy powerhouses of our cells. Their science shows that Factor, which I don't go a day without and recommend to my patients, improves our energy and prevents the deterioration that accompanies aging. They promise us that our day-to-day lives will be improved and they keep proving it in studies that include placebo controlled trials, both in the academic institutions and in medical practices like mine. You can find NT Factor at your favorite health food store or online retailer, or to order direct, go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Don't let tiredness and fatigue rob your senior years. Invest regularly in the anti aging benefit of NT Factor at ntfactor.com. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. It's our weekly Q&A with Leila, and you can get your questions to us via questions at drhoffman.net. Also, a reminder, if you listen to our weekly radio program that's heard live on Saturdays from noon to 2 p.m., you can call with questions at 877-726-8255, and if you can't make that uh, rendezvous, that uh, two-hour window, worry not, because you just call 877-726-8255 and you can record mm. a question. So mm-hmm. you got several ways to get questions to us, and we're getting questions via both channels. I get a lot of questions on my radio program, interesting mm-hmm. questions, but uh, uh, some people prefer the email method.
1: Yeah. yeah. Alright. We've got a question here from Maggie about benign thyroid nodules. I'm a 65-year-old woman, healthy and fit. I don't have any illnesses. I'm not on any medications. 13 years ago, my thyroid was found to have a number of benign nodules, over 10. Biopsy was done. Everything is fine. They're being monitored annually via ultrasound. What causes benign thyroid modules? I've read that an iodine deficiency could be a cause, and a blood test showed low normal iodine levels. But supplementing sounds tricky and a little scary. Mm-hmm. Is there such thing as too much iodine for the nodules? And I also understand fluoride exposure could yeah. contribute to this. Fluoride gets in the way of iodine being picked up yes. by thyroid. It is in it the inhibits. same line
0: in the periodic table as iodine mm-hmm. and so therefore uh it uh, uh as well as chlorine uh, or chloride. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, these are some of the interfering uh, factors. Bromine as well is in that line, I believe. And uh, br- some uh, baked goods are brominated. Yes. You know, and that's something that they're actually trying to eliminate because it is toxic. Yeah. And toxic to the thyroid. But a lot of things are toxic to the thyroid. There are many, um, uh, xenobiotics that are, uh, okay. uh, you know, have a deleterious effect on the thyroid. Mm-hmm. So, but, mm-hmm. you know, we don't know. Uh, is it just simply age related? Is it environmental? We don't know.
1: Is it from a lack of iodine? Is it from too much fluoride?
0: Well, is we know that a, a lack of iodine can cause a goiter, which yeah. is a very enlarged thyroid. Yeah. But iodine isn't always the answer for thyroid for that, nodules. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, a little bit of iodine is reasonable. You know, you can mm-hmm. take a kelp supplement or have some seaweed, um, mm-hmm. you know, don't go overboard because actually too much thyroid can suppress the thyroid.
1: Right. It's got to be a Goldilocks. Did I I say
0: too much thyroid can suppress thyroid? I mean, too much iodine. Too
1: much iodine can can suppress thyroid. Right, right. So, thank you and apologies for the long question. Love you guys. This is from Maggie. Dr. Hoffman, what do you think of maybe a lifetime of x-rays, possibly dental x-rays? Is that even a factor in thyroid nodules or is that not a thing? I mean, that apron is pretty good. You know what? Guess what?
0: I just read a a new uh, directive from the, whatever, the powers that be that govern dental safety. And what they said is that with the new x-ray techniques, you don't need that lead apron. So I always kind of worried about it because it would be like, okay, put this lead apron on it. And it was really like heavy. It was like really lead. Yeah. And then the the attendant would like run out of the room and behind like a shield would like, would push the button. And I think like, well, I'm getting inundated with x-rays here. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad that, you know, certain parts of my anatomy are covered. Right. And, <laughs> but it turns out that they now think, and, you know, there's, look, medical trust has really been eroded by yeah. the COVID fiasco. Yeah. And when they say, oh, it's perfectly safe, it's perfectly safe, you don't need the apron anymore, some people are going to say, bring me that apron. Right. But on the other hand, I think that the x-rays are becoming more... Much more uh, precise. Focused and Much precise and maybe with nuts. less radiation scatter. Yeah. Yeah. So that maybe this is really true. And yeah. um mm-hmm. but I here's the other thing. Um every time I go, they say, You ready for your x rays? And I go, No. Me There's too. Th- I, I go, but we do we have to do a series and I go, No. I said, yeah. let them examine my teeth. If they any areas are suspicious, they said, well, you know, we really have to do an x-ray. We're concerned about this area because it's very sensitive or, like, uh-huh. you know, looks bad. I said, well, then do a local x-ray. But, you know, it, yeah. it's kind of like a short...
1: Do just that, right?
0: It's kind of like a shorthand. Like, I mean, I could say every patient who comes to see me, I want to... Before you even see me, you've got to get x-ray. Number one, it's a moneymaker. maker. Number I will be your patient. <laughs> n- number right two, right. I might find something. Yeah. And then it'd be like, I might give you better feedback.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But I could also you know, expose you unnecessarily to radiation right. for no reason. Right. And I could also find stuff that is of no consequence.
1: Is of no consequence, or you might find stuff that might resolve. On its own. On its own. Yep, yep. That's another yep. thing yep. Yep. that's often overlooked. And I just came back from the dentist. This was earlier, actually in January. And I guess they know me by now. I didn't have to sign the sheet that said, I'm refusing x-rays. They they know me.
0: I had to (laughs) sign a, a, like a, uh, a disclaimer. disclaimer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. They, they decide, no, you're fine. And the doctor, the dentist came and looked and said, no, you don't have any risk factors anyway. Everything is great. And I'm like, great. I'm going to turn 60.
0: All good. yay. you think to some extent so, that's because of your good diet? I think that your teeth are in good shape. It's also
1: hereditary except that both my parents were smokers and then eventually things yeah, went awry. but yeah, yeah. yeah. My sister's the same. But we're both pretty good so. We're,
0: well, yeah. so uh, so for I mean yeah. when I go they say, "Oh, you know, you, your your gums are really in good condition. I mean, you keep up that flossing." And I go, "Yeah." And I go, "I don't floss." I don't floss. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'll use occasionally that like that uh, soft plastic pick or something because yes. you know, something is annoying in my right, teeth. Right,
1: right, and... right. Get that spinach yeah. out of my
0: yeah, teeth. Yeah, right, right. But <laughs> I don't routinely floss.
1: I don't routinely floss either. A, I'm lazy. Yeah. B, I find that when I after I floss, I may I may get a little more sensitivity than I usually get. Okay. So I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. Maybe I'm going too deep or something, or you mm-hmm. know, they say like with receding gums. Yeah. For example. We're brushing away our gums. We're brushing wrong. We're using a hard bristle toothbrush. You should never use a hard bristle toothbrush. Soft only and not a lot of pressure.
0: Yeah, exactly. We
1: can't brush away the coffee stains as much as we want to.
0: Sometimes I get, I do like an asymmetrical brush. Like one area is like I really tend to, you know, like I'm, I'm... Multitasking, yeah, you know, like yeah. I'm reading something while I'm presenting or watching, yeah. like watching uh, the news or something, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have it's, TV in the bathroom, I'm great. <laughs>
0: no. I walk all around the...
1: Oh, I see, I see.
0: Too much information here. Too much information. Right,
1: yeah. right, right, yeah.
0: But, uh, so, but, you know, you, oh. you, you, tend to, uh, overdo certain areas. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. was doing that. And mm-hmm. so one area was getting a little bit eroded and I had to uh, balance my strategy and use a soft brush. You know.
1: Yeah, I've just been taking more note of that, you know, of, you know, why is everybody getting, it's long in the tooth for a reason, I guess, as you yes, get older, right? Yes,
0: precisely. Okay,
1: all right. Maggie, as we digress, thank you for your very thoughtful question. All right. We've got a, an email here from Julia. Just a question regarding conventional dried beans and lentils. I focus on organic foods as much as possible, but what is your opinion on the issue if these dried beans can be properly cleaned to have the residue removed to be safe to eat? I have a few bags, non-organic. I'm a little skeptical to use them. Appreciate your thoughts. You already have these bags of beans. Put them in a colander and rinse them really, really, really well Mm -hmm. under cold running water. That's what I would do. Right. I wouldn't necessarily... Throw out, if you have bags and bags of non-organic beans, unless you simply don't want to eat them, that's fine. Get rid of them. Donate them.
0: Eat a lot of black beans in uh, I love Costa beans. Rica. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I love mean, chili. for some people,
0: they're, they're really not paleo, strictly paleo. True. Uh, it's true. They, and they can cause gastric problems for some people. Mm-hmm. They are among the FODMAPS foods that people eliminate yeah. for uh, IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, and uh, some people contend that they contain lectins, which sure. are harmful for something, for,
1: right.
0: you know, uh, create leaky gut or something like that.
1: There's a place for going that far, going paleo, if you've got medical issues yeah. or autoimmune things or really intractable digestive issues. Yeah, you should avoid all of those mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. at least for a period of time. I love a good bowl of chili
0: yeah oh i love
1: white beans in a stew from time to time. super
0: bowl super bowl was chili chili Yeah. guacamole oh yeah and uh we didn't get the chicken wings we got chicken chicken. yeah but that was the super bowl meal uh along with homemade ice cream the (gasps) ice cream was really good that has to be the best wow yep with all natural ingredients there you go um Julie,
1: so rinse the beans and lentils really, really well.
0: Good point, which to pause because we want to allow one of our sponsors an opportunity to share an important message with you. So please listen up. Here goes. You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. this continuing free resource to you. And now I'm back to our questions.
1: Okay. We've got another question here. From The last question was from Julia. This is from Julie. What is your feeling regarding the recent article from Scientific American, how much vitamin D do you need to stay healthy? You know, well, I read that article, and I know you did too. Yeah. It wasn't worth the paper So print on. I
0: You know, what I have to say is that it was billed as an article that said, I mean, the headline was like, vitamin D claims overstated or something. I like that, right? Yeah. And actually, I think the article was sort of a mild pushback against vitamin D when you really read it, because it did acknowledge that there is a lot about vitamin D that we still need to explore, that there have been a lot of benefits to vitamin D. So, you know, I didn't really mind it, but I also thought that...
1: They also said that w- there wasn't enough evidence. There wasn't enough... And that's, that's simply not true. That's so wrong. That's so wrong. Yeah. And they even hit a little bit on Michael Holick.
0: Holick who's the vitamin D advocate. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, because he's like the world's authority on vitamin D, but they yeah. also, you know, they think he has a conflict of interest because he's promoting vitamin D or blah, blah, blah. You know, so... um no, I, I think,
1: all, I think it's a hit piece. I, I'm really disappointed
0: in Scientific American on a, on a variety of accounts because number one, they've become extremely woke. Uh, they, uh, you know, go out of their way to do articles that are very woke, that have an agenda. Uh, and the, the tendency, um, in some ways, I think they're just sort of sucking up to the conservative medical establishment, not politically conservative, but I yeah. mean, like, orthodox medical cons- establishment yeah. by, by, you know, pushing back against vitamin D. Uh, but, you know, the other point I'll make is that, uh, the absence of proof is not the proof of absence. Right. In other words. Good point. You know, when you say, you know, like some studies say that vitamin D didn't do this or didn't do that, you know, some miracle thing it was supposed to do. It doesn't mean that by using a different dosage, a higher dosage, or in certain people under certain circumstances or in another condition that vitamin D would not have proven very Mm -hmm. beneficial. So look, I mean, looking at some of the things, cancer, COVID, cardiovascular disease, uh me- metabolic disease. syndrome, Blood autoimmune pressure. disease. I mean, there's so much to be said for the benefits of vitamin D. Yeah. And I think one of the worst, I guess, one of the knocks on vitamin D is that it may be that people who have adequate vitamin D can't get better by taking tons of vitamin D, if you already mm-hmm. have adequate vitamin D. But there's so many people who have or inadequate vitamin D. Yeah. So... I think another point in the article was that they, they created this category of people who have insufficient vitamin D. And they said in the article that they, maybe they shouldn't have created that category. It's either you're deficient or it's fine. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But I don't, I think there is, for any phenomenon, there's like deficiency, excess, Mm -hmm. and optimal. Yes. And there's also something like maybe not enough to be optimal. Mm -hmm. You know, where, you know, we have a vitamin D that's like 26. Uh, that's considered not a deficiency, but it may not be optimal for a lot yeah. of things. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, uh, I didn't think it was that uh, careful an article, but no. it was kind of a little bit of a hatchet job. You it know.
1: was. That's unfortunate. Julie, thank you for bringing that to our attention. Oh, we've got an email here from Caroline. Hi, Dr. Hoffman, Layla. I include a link to an article I just read in an online health site. It discusses the link between increased breast cancer risk and levothyroxine and suggests that this link is old news because apparently they found this, some kind of association, Mm -hmm. back in the 1970s. The newer news, it says, is that levothyroxine is also responsible for an increase in various other cancers.
0: Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, You could also say that there's a dramatic association... Between the appearance of firemen and the destruction of houses.
1: Yes. Those big big red trucks are always Always where the houses are on
0: fire. Fire, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, Iltharoxin is a thyroid medication that is designed to address hypothyroidism. So, isn't it more plausible that people who have hypothyroidism are metabolically compromised? Maybe they're... Cancer vigilance is not that good. Maybe they're more a little bit more obese, and hence have a higher risk of mm-hmm. these cancers.
1: The other thing is people with hypothyroid or thyroid issue like that—they're uh, typically low in iodine and selenium.
0: Okay, that Both too. Both support
1: nutrients now in breast cancer, which have
0: anti-cancer. Effects.
1: Low in iodine yep. again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we, these, which we give right. for uh, post-breast cancer women, we give them some iodine. Yeah. Yeah, And we also give it, it's very effective for uh, uh, fibrocystic breast disease. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And that, thirdly, a disease or cancerous thyroid, possibly caused by Hashimoto's or radiotherapy, radiation damage, radioact- radioactive iodine, maybe that kind of
0: exposure. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, if, you, if you've had your thyroid zapped with the radiation... Yeah then uh you know you're going to need eltaroxin for life so yeah. it's maybe the radiation i don't know yeah. yeah yeah so it's an association but it isn't causation necessarily. no no
1: no not at all and i just i, find I, I, it don't, I can't
0: think of anything as toxic about eltaroxin you know mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a mimic it is synthetic but it's a mimic of what the body makes so it's giving back the body what it lacks Yeah.
1: So it's kind of
0: i among medicines i think it's it's kind of natural it's mm-hmm. just not it's it's kind of like the white bread of thyroid replacement mm-hmm. because it's very uh, uni-unidimensional as opposed to natural thyroid, which is multidimensional, has a, mm-hmm. you know different components of thyroid
1: yeah.
0: that yeah. the body needs.
1: And iodine and selenium are needed both for iodine, more thyroid and breast health, as opposed to selenium. But selenium is such an important micronutrient for for uh, for any cancer yep. prevention. We've got an email here from Louise, but before we we already did the break, uh, <laughs> Louise says, yeah. I heard a story this week about a woman who had gout. Needless to say, the EMS took her to the hospital, and she had died. She had a very serious gout condition. Hmm. What can be done well, you know, for I, gout? You know, to die of gout, I can't think of...
0: Uh, many scenarios where you die of gout, except mm-hmm. that di- gout is associated often with metabolic syndrome, mm. which can certainly cause death by a thousand cuts. You know, True. it can cause death through heart disease, uh, you know, uh, uh, hypertension and stroke and obesity and all this stuff. Yeah. So. Uh, and but, that
1: high uric acid, which yes. is a hallmark of gout, is very associated with the hyperinsulinism of sure. metabolic syndrome. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. The, I mean, the other thing that can happen is that you can have so much uric acid that it, it uh, damages your kidneys, and you can develop kidney failure. So you can have uh, hyperuricemic was, kidney failure. Yeah.
1: It was severe fluid uh, uh, retention That in sounds, her like, legs kid- that sounds that like kidney That sounds kidney failure. like kidney, kidney yeah, failure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the gout yeah. was the primary thing, and the kidney right. failure that it led to... That ensued. You know, ...was because the thing that took her. Because her
0: kidneys filled up with uh, uric acid crystals. <clears throat> Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. So the way to prevent gout is to not get any metabolic syndrome or mm-hmm. any kind of hyperinsulinism that mm-hmm. contributes to high uric acid. Mm-hmm. The other risk factor for gout: super duper exercising. Oh, okay. Right. We have a patient. Yeah. Who has chronic, even has to take. What well, was it? Uh, was it? What's the medicine? Not colchicine. Allopurinol?
0: Allopurinol. But he's off, he's off allopurinol now. He's off it now. Yeah. Okay. He's doing but it he with was diet. He a
1: very, very elite athlete. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like. Uh, the, the, I think the trick on that we in integrative medicine understand a little better than conventional doctors is they believe it's all about purines, dietary purines. Yeah. So they look at... No meat,
1: no organ meats, yeah. no red wine, no this, no that. Yeah.
0: And no we sardines. also look at at carbohydrates, because yes. carbohydrates, especially fructose, yes. drive up uric acid. There's a direct pathway of synthesis of uric acid from fructose. And where do we get fructose from? Well, too much fruit juice and... High fructose corn syrup. And high fructose corn syrup and soft everything. Drinks and soft drinks and, drinks and, and so all so that on. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uric acid is kind of interesting. It's... Um, there are... By lowering uric acid uh we can actually have an interesting effect on not just the risk of stones or gout attacks, we can actually have a good effect on blood pressure mm. uh, and on cardiovascular risk. Yeah. And we can do it through natural means, through diet, certain supplements. Mm-hmm.
1: Dr. David Perlmutter talks about uric acid high uric acid uh, I'm, I'm gonna go to the it's called,
0: his book is called drop acid
1: drop acid yeah. right 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 uh, I'm actually going to see him at the presentation tomorrow at the integrative healthcare you and soup. I we'll
0: both see him. I right, will I'll see you, there. I, you know this mm-hmm. is we we seldom meet off campus but we will mm-hmm. be seeing you know there's a big gathering for health professionals in New York City yeah uh, which is held in the middle of in the dead of winter usually this time of year, and we Probably all get together. Probably better hotel rates. And see- for- <laughs> yeah, right. We all get together and see each other at, uh, mm-hmm. usually it's at the Hilton, mm-hmm. and it's a big, uh, you know, get-together of all the luminaries of integrative medicine. I'm not speaking there this year, but I'm happy mm-hmm. to uh, be there with a press pass to cover the event, and, you know, Wonderful. I'll be reporting on it to... Uh, Listeners, you know, if we find something interesting, it's also a great place yeah. for me to find guests. Yes, because I'll hear an amazing lecture and I'll say, "Wow, we really want to bring this to the attention of our intelligent medicine
1: mm-hmm.
0: listeners." So uh,
1: I look forward to the symposium every year. It's very nourishing, if I may say.
0: Yeah, to because be amongst. Yeah, because we that. practice a little bit in isolation, you know, yeah. and to be amidst our colleagues and to get that energy of uh, all the people who practice uh, who are like-minded and practice similar. Mm-hmm types of uh, medicine and nutrition.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. We have time for one more question. You want to try and squeeze chew yes. horn in? Yes,
1: yes. This is from Betsy. Dr. Hoffman, I came uh, upon a part two of a podcast where there was a list of resources, but then I went down a rabbit hole, came across one about blood restriction training that has me a bit concerned. <laughs> I'm 70, and after, after having... A, a comminuted, C- a comminuted Comminuted, comminuted. Comminuted. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Fracture of the femur. Had a knee replacement that hasn't gone well. Yeah. I heard Peter Adia say Peter he doesn't Atia. know. Peter yeah. Atia say. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You should know how to pronounce <laughs> that because it's Turkish. Adia. Atia. Atia. Atila.
0: Atila is, is Turkish. Ati. Maybe Atia, it's somewhere it? like no, Macedonia or something it's not like a that.
1: Turkish yeah. Word okay. Maybe it's like it's that. Like, Region yeah.
0: of the world. Could okay, be. whatever.
1: Okay. So anyway, she's concerned about this blood restriction training, which is when you lift weights, but with a, say you're doing some bicep training, but you put a tourniquet on your arm, <sighs> so it stops the blood flow. Uh, I Just hearing that, it frightens me. Okay. This whole idea frightens so,
0: me. you know, I think that's... I'm waiting for something it's to burst. not for the faint-hearted... And I think I it's
1: want EMS on standby. Yeah, you know it,
0: there there's there's some science there because what you do yeah. is in effect you're you're like really amping up the stress to mm-hmm. the muscles. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, and then you allow the blood to flow back, and it allows for the repair, and it you know surges back, and you know there's like more hypertrophy. So I think it's something yeah. that bodybuilders use. I think to some extent, hopefully in uh, very controlled I've, conditions. I've never done it. Uh, I can't think of something worse than, I mean, it's bad enough to like exercise in too tight spandex, you know, <laughs> much less some, a tourniquet on your limbs. Yeah. Uh, but th- there's some people who do that. And I'm, I'm not the world's expert on it. Uh, this, this self-same Peter Atia has described the technique uh-huh. mm-hmm. and he understands the science and he's a real hammerhead about exercise. Yes. And, you know, he's probably utilized it at some point. But I think it's for the real uh, exercise aficionados, and not maybe for routine use by seven-year-old uh, moderate exercisers. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. There you go, Betsy. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, all right. So, well, th- we thank you for your questions.
0: Yeah, we had quite a few questions in the mailbox. We need some more yeah. for next week. So, come, questions come to questions at drhoffman dot net. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's still time, because we still post it, to uh, find our Intelligent Medicine Special Report that's a free report entitled Immunity Reset, a personalized plan to pandemic-proof your body and build resilience for a long, healthy life. Just go to drhoffman.com and click on the Read drop-down menu, where you'll find lots of resources, but look for Immunity Reset, <clears throat> and there you'll find a free article that kind of runs down uh, How to Build resilience. In the face of continued exposure to pathogens, yeah. um,
1: it's February.
0: Yeah, it's February, and people are getting sick, but you yeah. know, it's like routine.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, I please by the way pleased to say, on this trip, mm-hmm. a nobody got injured. Yay! On the bike thing, and there was a potential for that. In previous trips, there had been some bike crashes because people hit potholes and they skid. Oh, also they're at unpredictable places in Costa Rica. There are speed bumps, mm-hmm. and sometimes you can't really see them as you approach, and you got to be careful because you know you hit these you speed bumps and go flying.
1: You don't want to evil so Knievel.
0: There was one person who stepped wrong off a step, like you know, uh, fell down hard on her ankle, like two feet oh, drops, because she was just a little careless. It wasn't on a bike, and uh, fortunately, I had a I had a, uh, a tube of uh, Voltaren cream there, oh, and nice. so within. 48 hours shoes back on her bike so it was yeah, really good. Yeah, I had my doctor's back. <laughs> uh and uh the, the other thing is it's buggy down there and the concern I had is I'm going into the jungle and I am a mosquito magnet. And there is there's some bad stuff down there. There is dengue fever down there. I was just
1: going to ask you And yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I actually know someone uh who uh dated a family member of mine who went with her to Costa Rica and they stayed and he came back with the worst case of dengue and that was just about 10 years ago and so I thought like I a, I don't want an annoying mosquito bite but the implications could be more than just like an itch and a scratch it could be like you could get like some horrible tropical disease I will tell you that a weekend at the beach in the Hamptons I get more bites than I got while in the rainforest in Costa Rica for some reason I don't know why. They're
1: happy. I mean,
0: I put some bug spray on, but it wasn't even necessary.
1: Wow, that's and, interesting.
0: And I had long pants and long sleeves and like you know, hat on, and yeah. I even had like one of those mosquito nets I could drop over my head. I didn't that's have to a use idea. it. Good
1: idea.
0: So that was good. The other thing uh, I'm happy to say is that you can drink the water there. Mm-hmm. It's safe to drink from the tap. You don't have to be like drinking always like from you know Coca Cola or something. And uh, Nobody got La Tarista down there, nobody. And so that was what is that like the Montezuma's Revenge? Oh, you know? yeah. gotcha. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, <laughs> La Tarista.
0: Right. So uh, fantastic. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was it was it was a good yeah. scenario. So
1: sure.
0: that was. I mean, I was a little apprehensive about some of those possibilities because it's a little bit of an exotic locale. You don't sure, know what's sure. going to happen in the tropics. You know, right? But. Um, Pretty pretty civilized place. So anyway, uh, read about it in the newsletter. You'll see a newsletter article drop next week about my experience in Costa Rica. And I hope you enjoy it. All right. Thanks, Layla. And I hope you enjoy your uh, romantic candlelight uh, dinner at uh, Le Cirque you're going to tonight. Is that
1: where uh, Paul is taking (laughs) you to? We're having a virtual dinner. Oh okay. <laughs> Cuz he's out east. He's out east with the house.
0: He's out east with his yeah. uh, hammer and his uh, you know right. pouring, pouring the concrete and uh, all of
1: that stuff. Right.
0: So w- when is this the the it's like I think the pyramids were built faster than your house.
1: Probably, but you know when it's a one man show, God <laughs> bless him, it's it's going on 6 years now. It will be 6 years in April. April 23rd is when we broke ground. Right. In 2018. So it's coming along.
0: Okay. I yeah. I'm, I'm I'm hoping for a housewarming party. Sure. Maybe this summer, you think? Oh, well,
1: we'll see. I hate to say one anymore All right. don't, it's, don't. it's embarrassing don't, to say, yeah, I think it'll be this summer. Don't jinx it. And it's not. Don't jinx it.
0: Don't <laughs> jinx it's not. it. Okay, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Uh, All right, thanks for joining us, folks. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I want to thank you for listening to the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast app and get new episodes automatically downloaded every weekday. And please give us a rating and review. It truly helps new people discover Intelligent Medicine. The Intelligent Medicine Podcast is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice and no doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their health care professionals for any such conditions. Finally, please visit drhoffman.com and discover everything intelligent medicine has to offer, including frequently updated, unbiased health news, and fully vetted product and supplement recommendations.
1: This is Layla Mutin, R.D. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your healthcare.